Welcome to the Few Podcast. Now here are your hosts, Richie, Darren, and Mark. Hey, you know that check I was talking about getting you? I'll get it like sometime in 2019. <laughs> We're trying to help you grow those oranges, man. <laughs> and then they get angry or excited. Doesn't really matter which one, right? And and then they move on to a picture of their friend from high school just had another baby, right? All right, everybody. Welcome back to The Few Podcast. Uh, my name is Darren. And I'm here with Mark and Richie. All right. Well, I think the biggest story of the week, I think, probably happened last night. I think it was the Biden town hall. That guy's an idiot. Guy's a real idiot. So, so there's a, there's about seven or so topics that he just really screwed up on. I mean, he just says what comes to his mind. But uh, let's let's start off with uh, with the internet and minorities. So basically. When Biden, when he was asked about um, inequities with, you know, uh, here's the question. Are racial disparities in COVID-19 vaccinations a priority for your administration and how will they be addressed? Biden's answer included how minorities don't know how to use the Internet. Wow. (laughs) He basically said that technology it it confounds them it it confuses them don't you know minorities they 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 don't know how to use the internet are you serious is that is that an exact quote of what he said his exact quote i mean it's out of context but yeah, it's yeah. Well, but it's in context is minorities don't know how to use know how to get online that's his exact quote oh wow yeah because so, uh, poor kids are just as smart as rich, uh, as white kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, how, how about the fact that he, you know, that he likes kids more than humans. Or yeah. People. Is that what he said? I like here's kids a, more than people. Here's his exact <laughs> quote. So here's his exact quote. Everybody knows I like kids better than people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Joe, you said the part out loud. <laughs> I got I got the videos here queued up, but I can't play them. Well, I mean, I, I could probably play them, but they they get DMCA'd at any rate. But it's basically, I think there was a question that was asked by a little girl about school and how. And how school was, you know, how how she was being affected because of COVID. And that's how he starts. He goes, everybody knows that I like kids better than people. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So then. Yeah, I so was going to say, what was his other stuff? Oh, no, it gets better. So So then when he was asked about the human rights abuses in China. Biden explained he's not going to speak out against what he's president, well, what he's, which would be the Chinese president, Xi Jinping, is doing with the Uyghurs. He then reiterated by by saying, Xi gets it, (laughs) posing that culturally there are different norms. 
about human how humans should be treated. So basically, we have a slaves we have slaves that are getting gang raped and and put into torture camps and re-education camps in China. And Xi's not or China, Biden's not going to speak out because we have a different cultures. And there's like so like did to avoid the question did he just say I have dementia I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> well no he said that culturally we're, we're we're a different society they're allowed to uh to have forced labor camps and and slaves that make Nikes because you know it's a different culture wow and, that, and th- what what's funny is there's like videos of these kids these Uyghur children who get separated from their families, you know, because the the parents are Muslims and religious, and that's not allowed in China. So they get separated from their families and they get put into re-education camps where there's videos of them sitting in like lines, basically saying, my mother and father is China. Like literally they got taken away from their parents and they're forced to recite over and over again, my mother and father are chi- is China. Oh. But, you know, not a big deal, according to Joe Biden. Oh, my God. And, and if you brought that up to a Biden supporter, that all they'd say is, Russia, Russia, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> That's Russia misinformation. <laughs> yeah. And so, then, oh, keep going. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Richie. Well, I was just going to say they all say that Trump catered to uh, Vladimir Putin, too. That, that's one of their big arguments. When, well, then well Hunter, Trump... Hunter got a bunch of money from China, so, so he's got a, you know, he's got a kowtow to, to Xi Jinping. Yeah. And, and isn't that just utter BS, though, too? Because didn't Trump uh, eliminate, like, three embassies during his time as president? Like I feel like I I think that there was like three embassies, uh, in the United States that he shut down, that had ties to Russia because he because he wasn't playing their game. Well, they expelled a bunch of diplomats like basically when he took office. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that was uh if that was just something that Obama had set in motion, but. You know, it's one of those things. So there's still more. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. This is so when Biden was asked about about the coronavirus, I'm just reading from a story. The coronavirus contents comments continued when Biden then claimed we didn't have the vaccine when I came into office. <laughs> which which fact checkers were, were quick to debunk the first dose of the Pfizer vaccine was given on December fourteenth. Which is a full two, what one one month before he took took office? Yeah, well, I I had read that he had gotten the vaccine before he'd even gone into office. Yeah, he had, he had been vaccinated before he had taken office. Yeah, people hmm. voted for this potato. Not eighty three million, <laughs> but people did. Yeah, and, and then they just... conti- continue to defend him. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then kind of the last one here in the, well, there might be some more. I don't know. The last thing in here was before the night was over, Biden, who denied accusations of 
contracting dementia, was asked, You've already spent a great deal of time at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, except now you're living there, and you're the president. It's been four weeks. What's it like? How is it different? Biden responded, I wake up every morning. Sorry, I wake up every morning, and I say, look, I wake up every morning, I look at Jill, and I say, where the hell are we? (laughs) (laughs) A few seconds later, Biden, perhaps without knowing that he was throwing former President Obama under the bus, said, Obama never invited him to the White House residence when he was vice president, despite the fact that Biden served as vice president for eight years. (laughs) Is it that he did invite him or he doesn't remember? Yeah. Probably both. (laughs) I mean, this is bad. Do they not have him on the earpiece today? Oh no! I know what it is. It just came to me. I, I was thinking the same thing as you, Darren. I was like, "Why in the world are they letting him do this?" But you read the news story too, right? About Kamala Harris uh, meeting with the heads of state, the, all the different heads of state. Yeah, that was going to be one of my news stories. Yeah, he, she's she's the one talking to the other world leaders, probably because Biden either was you know in one of his bad times. And that could have been last night they had the town hall scheduled, you know, when he was on one of his bad outings. They're setting up the 25th. Yeah. I mean, I mean, right? Set him out there. <clears throat> have a historically bad town hall. I, I, our news conference, our, I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but are, are, are news media actually covering this? No. No, I mean, they, they cover that the town hall happened, but they don't cover the gaffes. I mean, the gaffes are all over Twitter, but what they're doing is they're taking the, they're DMCAing the clips. So they're taking them down from people who are posting them. What's DC DMCA? Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Wouldn't it fall under the fair use? Yeah, yes and no. I mean, I think it's fair use if you if you like play it on like another network or something, but I don't think you can fair use it. And like, you, like you can't like post somebody else's media on your website. I don't think, I don't know. I don't I, know how that works. I, it, and I could be wrong here. Somebody can fact check me later, but uh, I, th- I think it's just how much you use. Like if you use a short clip because you're commenting on it and then you comment after that clip, then it falls under fair use. Um, and the only reason I know this is because of YouTube videos where they where they had to say that, like, um, uh, they got demonetized um, because the, and made them take it down for copyright, and then they fought back for the fair use and because it was clear and obvious that they were using it for a reaction video. Yeah. No. But, but I mean, maybe maybe that's what they're doing. Maybe they're setting this up for the twenty fifth. I mean, maybe you know, send them out there, have it have it go really bad, and and then you start to hear news stories about 
she's taken a bigger role. And then one day all of a sudden, you know, May 1st, May 5th, <laughs> all of a sudden, you know, oh, Joe's, Joe's not feeling too well. And uh, for the good of the country, we need to, mm-hmm. we need to have him sit back down. Yeah, I think that uh, that um, he's. I don't think that they can take him all out right away because, I mean, obviously, wouldn't people just like be like, "This is the guy I voted for," and now he's resigning right away for the woman who couldn't even get one percent of the Democrat vote? But but I mean, oh, he he had dementia and we didn't, and he was hiding it so well during. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and. Now the stresses of office just exasperated the issue, and and he just had a downturn real fast. Yeah, that's believable. Well, well you can hide things from uh, liberals pretty easy, I'm sure. So <laughs> <laughs> true, very there's nothing. <laughs> Isn't it true international pressure? What he was trying to say there. Oh, I don't know. Does anybody know? I don't know. I mean, I, he could have just shit himself. <laughs> <clears throat> no, I'd probably make that noise. <laughs> Trying to cover up a fart, and maybe he got a little bit too too out of hand. I'm t- I'm tired of them calling me piss pants Biden. <laughs> now poopy pants. <laughs> you, you heard about that now? Now that COVID's around, you you know you used to cough to cover up a fart. Now you got to fart to cover up a cough. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I think we're we're done beating on Joe Biden. It's it's almost like beating, you know, um, Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's. That's not really not really much of a challenge anymore. Mm-hmm. No. All right. Well. Um, Another story that's kind of been on my radar is this Lincoln project. Have you guys heard about what's going on with that? Yeah. So this is the this was the um, super PAC that was formed to fight uh, Donald Trump, right? Yeah. Bas- well, basically, the the whole idea was it's Republicans who don't who don't like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and- wasn't there sexual misconduct or something? Yeah, that's the that's the story. Is is the uh, the um, the uh, founder the founder the founder of the Lincoln Project is basically a pedophile. He's been going after kids, you know, trying to sleep with them, you know, underage boys and. Like basically everybody in the Lincoln Project knew about it, but nobody did anything about it. Uh, I I don't know if you're a hundred percent accurate about this because a lot of Democrats have really been touting the Lincoln Project and the founder as heroes. That can't be right, can it? Well, <laughs> I mean, the whole thing is like if you if you're a you know, if you're a Republican who speaks out against Republicans, you're a media darling. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. But if you're, you know, you're you're just a media darling until you're not. You know, like John McCain, he was like, 
he was like the greatest person in the world when he was speaking out speaking out against George George W. Bush. But then once he ran for president, he you know he gets angry easily. You know, is he too old? Ooh, <laughs> you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. You know my affinity for John McCain. He probably does get angry easily. Seems like kind mm-hmm. of a douchebag. But, um. I mean, it's just funny that all of these people who kind of hate Trump seem to be pedophiles. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah, that's that's very odd. You know, you got Bill Clinton. He hates Trump. You got, you know, pretty much the entire Clinton establishment is all pedophiles. You got Anthony Weiner. You got um, um, the uh, uh, the campaign manager. He's always ordering cheese pizzas in the middle of the night. <laughs> Obviously, you got Bill, and you got Epstein, who you know was a big Clinton donor. I'm oh, sure there's more. Well, Epstein was big friends with Trump, though. They they keep showing that one picture. Yeah, uh, that one picture of, of two rich white dudes in New York <laughs> at the same party. Yeah, and then and then Trump basically kicked him out of his hotel. Yeah. After you after you understood after you heard about what he was about. Well, if you do any digging, yeah, you hear that Trump was not a fan of this Epstein and that he actually warned uh, people that Epstein was no good and that, you know, did you hear about the, was it the 2009 when he was first caught? Yeah, and I think that that person, that prosecutor who gave him the sweetheart deal is -hmm. in the Biden administration, I believe. Oh, really? Because I think he was originally in the Trump administration, then this came out and Trump fired him, or he resigned before Trump fired him. And then people were like, well, another cabinet member gone from uh, Trump's administration. And um, But it was pretty much as soon as it was found out, he was gone. Yeah, so then there's... It makes sense that he's with Biden now. And then there's uh, Leon Leon Black, the CEO of Apollo Global Management, which I believe is a huge Clinton donor. From what I understand, I could be wrong, but um, he gave 158 million dollars to Epstein. Wonder why? Gave it to him to to manage, even though Epstein has no idea how to manage money. There was a there was an interview with one of the big bank guys. Who said he talked to Epstein, Epstein, and then after like ten minutes, he could tell that he wasn't a money manager, even mm. though that's supposedly what he did. That makes sense, though. I mean, yeah. really, it was was Ponzi scheme. I don't know. It wasn't a Ponzi scheme. They were just giving him money. They were giving him hush money. Mm-hmm. Every, the speculation is Epstein was facade, and he had he had dirt on everybody. Mm. Well. He did kill himself, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> Shut himself twice in the back of the head. Yeah. No, I mean, he hung himself, you know. Kind of like yeah. all how all the other pedophiles killed themselves. You know? Well, also, he hung himself, and but the damage done to his neck could not have been done in that, in that cell. Yeah, he had, like, severe breaks. Like, you can't break your trachea with hanging yourself from four feet high or whatever he did. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's just physically impossible. So, but I just, but I, I just, 
I just think it's funny that all of the Lincoln, like just, it just comes back down to all of the horrible people out there who the Democrats hold up, but they're all pedophiles. All of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seems odd. But QAnon are the ones that we should, of the ones that say that everybody's <laughs> a pedophile in government. But they just keep getting proven right. But, but we need to, but they're, but they're all conspiracy theorists that, uh, you know, whatever. I'm not queuing on or anything, but it's just if you really well, want to crush, if you want to crush an ideology, how about you stop making them right? Well, you're, you're I was just going to say you were absolutely right last week that you can't keep giving them ammo. You can't keep giving them bullets to say, well, oh, there's another one. Well, oh, there's another one. Well, oh, there's another one, you know? Yeah. So. How many of a. Uh, how many of those uh, Lincoln Project people were helping the Democrats with the impeachment? I I don't really know. I mean, it's a pack, so I don't think they could really help them. But I know they run ads. I mean, they run ads probably trashing the president. I mean, their goal was to defeat Trumpism in the Republican Party, which is just stupid. I don't know. I hope I hope Trump. Sounds like Trump is gonna try to do something with the congressional area. So he might run for Congress, which would be gotta, hilarious. Yeah. I got to say that that would be hilarious. I would be all for that. <laughs> Make him speaker of the house. I think he should, the- I think he should run for Senate against Marco Rubio in Florida. Hmm. Get rid of that rhino. I don't know. I think he would, I think he would enjoy being a representative more, you know, two years in and out call it good no i mean it's if he could be speaker of the house i think he'd stick around longer but i don't think he really wants to i don't think he wants to be speaker i think he just wants to probably retire now well that's what i'm saying is is i i could see him running for for uh, a rep seat mostly just to stick it to nancy pelosi one final time and then say he's not running for re-election because he's going to be helping whoever to win the presidency, you know? Yeah. I I just, I kind of wonder where Mar-a-Lago is, well, who, what seat he would be running for. It's probably a Democrat seat. You know, there's money there, so that's usually Democrat territory. Hmm. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Did did you uh, did you guys see anything about though with that impeachment? No, Trump's impeachment. Yeah, the did you watch any of the the Senate hearing? No, I didn't see any of it. Other than they finally actually said stuff about that stupid fine people hoax, where Trump called Nazis fine people, yeah. in which he in which he explicitly says not the neo Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Well. A couple of things I found interesting there was the house managers doctored evidence. Yeah, I saw I saw that the the lawyer I saw the interview with the lawyer on like MSNBC where he said <laughs> they basically changed dates to make them to make their story better, and then they they uh, they doctored photos to make their story better. Yeah. Okay. That that interview that was priceless. That is what America needs, though. Uh, what was it? What's his name? Michael Vanderveen or something like that? Yeah, something like that. Uh, the CB, it was uh, CBS News 
it, it was a reporter, and you have this smiling git going, okay, but to be fair, all they did was one check mark on a verified Twitter account that wasn't verified. They changed the date from 2020 to 2021, and they selectively edited some of the some of his comments to make it sound worse than it was. And he's like, well, wait, wait. Were you just slanting a question to say that it was okay that they doctored evidence? That did you just really say that? <laughs> you know? And then he just starts ripping into her and he's like, this is part of the problem. Media is bloodthirsty for ratings. And so they're willing to lie to the American people to fit their narrative. It's okay to doctor evidence. I mean, this is the problem. You're what's wrong with America. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh that's got to feel great. And then, and then the, she's, she finally shuts up after she was trying to just overspeak him and he wouldn't let her. He just, he kept on it while she was trying to interrupt and saying, I'm trying to dialogue, you know. And then, and then they get to the end of it and she's like, well, I would be happy to talk to you about the merits of the case if you're willing to 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 have a conversation. And he's like, "Yeah, I I'm glad I don't have to get up in front of the media this often." Um, and she was like, "Well, thank you for talking to us." <laughs> yeah, and he <laughs> throws down his mic, and I'm like, "That guy is awesome." <laughs> well, the whole thing, like, she just basically minimized it, like. Oh, they just changed the date here, and they just added. I just chant put a check mark behind this person's name in the Twitter, and you know he just cut cut it off where he said not, you know, to be peaceful, you know. So basically, they just changed the context of everything. Like they had a tweet up there where it was somebody who was not affiliated with the campaign and probably not even the right account, and then they they took the tweet off and then they put a check mark behind it to make it look like it was an official account and then the the date thing like they took a tweet that was like a year earlier and they changed the year to make it seem like it led to this issue like it's pretty severe what they did i mean if, if they were in a court of law they might be disbarred for it yeah and there should be consequences like that they should they should all be censured you know the, well, they won't be because they're elected officials and, you know, they're special. Yeah. They have the right to lie to the American people. It's protected. Um, yeah, I mean, basically, this would be like if I shot somebody and, you know, they came and said, well, what happened? Well, this intruder came in uh, unexpectedly to my front door. I felt threatened. So I shot him twice in the chest um, at, because I thought he was reaching for a gun. And the true story was is that he was a pizza delivery guy that I called and, and said that um, he was searching for his pen when I shot him. You know, I mean, that's, that's the difference. You know, the context of, of, of the situation matters, you know, and, and that's what they were doing is they were trying to change that context. To, and it's just... It's ridiculous. Ridiculous that the media would try to hold their water and, and and let them lie to the American people and not call them out on it 
that's that's not a free press. That's an owned and paid for press. This is correct. <laughs> All right. So I think we're going to start a new segment, the big media story of the week. So this week's big media story, which has been all over, it's been reported everywhere, I think, is that Joe Biden beat his granddaughter in Mario Kart at Camp David. Yep, that's actually a story that's been everywhere. Not all heroes wear capes, okay? (laughs) Did they say, you know, what level was it? Was it one of the harder levels, like Bowser's Castle, or was it, you know, the Mushroom Cup, like right in the beginning where you can't fall off anywhere? I have no idea, but it was like one of those arcade machines. So, like, you got your own race seat and stuff. Reporting is not what it used to be. I am interested <laughs> in these facts. Yeah, there's no way that there's no way that Biden won that. I mean, he got he can't the, even. He got the bullet at, at the last minute. That's what happened. Well, no. What 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 happened was, you know, they got right to the finish line, and then like Biden just magically appeared in front of his granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> so they were racing about 2 a.m is that when that happened or yeah right at right at two minutes the the biden magically appeared about 10 percent or one percent in front of his granddaughter <laughs> did you see the babylon bees um article about that oh we, what was it well that he uh he got second place because he was behind um, Princess sniffing her hair the whole time. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's too funny. So what was Hunter doing during this time? Well, it was right. the other, the, the cousin. He was in the bedroom oh, with the cousin. <laughs> the niece oh. or whatever. Oh. Probably smoking crack. <clears throat> Dad, once, when's it going to be my turn? <laughs> once, once again, how do you fall asleep with a crack pipe in your mouth? Or a, a meth pipe in your mouth? How do you do that? That's insane. And that's another one of the fact checks that I really love was when that story came out that he fell asleep with a crack pipe in his mouth, it was labeled mostly false because it was a meth pipe. <laughs> Like really? This is this is the hill we're gonna die on. It's facts are important, you know. Yeah. That's uh, like they would have they would have labeled that mostly true for Trump, you know. They would be like, Oh well, it's it's not it's not the right pipe, but it was completely I mean the, the spirit of the story was correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I you know I still do love that if you go out there and put something about Biden killed 10,000 jobs or, or what, I mean, what's it up to now? Like 75,000 jobs? Biden killed 75,000 jobs within his first 30 days of office. You'll get a fact check that says Biden won the 2020 election. (laughs) Thanks for reminding me. I thought it was a nightmare, but... Thanks for bringing me back to reality. Yeah. Yeah, and then the oh the 
moving on, um, I know our biggest story of the week was kind of a, a letdown, but uh, it really wasn't a story. Bill Gates, man, he's been in the news lately. Do, like, is it just been you or have all of your news stories about Bill Gates been popping up? Because he's got yeah, an opinion. He's got an opinion on everything. Yeah, the, the synthetic uh, meat now. That's his big push. Well, yeah, now I just uh, now I just saw earlier today or just like right before we got on here. Now he's now he says that the that everybody's going to need a third vaccination. You know, you're going to need the mm-hmm. the two shots for Moderna or Pfizer. And then after that, you're going to need a third one at some point in the future, because so somehow Bill Gates is the is the complete, you know, end all the be all on vaccinations, even though he's never became a doctor or ever worked on a vaccine in his life. He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always take vaccines, but when I do, I take three of them. I don't <laughs> I don't always develop vaccines, but when I do, I test them on poor African children. Oh, jeez. And uh, spoiler alert for that synthetic meat. It's people. Soiling yeah. green is people. <laughs> well, I don't understand... You know, synthetic meat, what's it made of? Corn and beans and whatever else? Yeah, I think so. It's like beans and peas and tofu. So, and aren't we going to need more more farmland to farm the synthetic meat, which is going to use diesel for the tractors? So, we're right back at square one. But the, but the beans and stuff, they it, it gets rid of the CO2 that the tractors produce, Richie. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm sorry, but wasn't this done with the impossible whopper? I mean, he's behind. Burger King beat you to it. What a chump. No, what yeah. he's what he's saying is we gotta get rid of the cows. Like we can't have we can't have regular beef anymore. I know that's what the impossible whopper is. It's ground up bullshit. And, and then it and then they pay actors to go. Well, I didn't know it was a. I didn't know that was real meat. I always shit my pants right after taking a bite of a Whopper. Nobody's saying that there should be no regular Whopper. Yeah, just only synthetic. Ugh. And that, but have you looked at those those like Whoppers and crap? Like they're not better for you. Mm-hmm. Like there's this whole thing. There's this whole thing that like this synthetic beef, well, it's it's plant-based, so it's obviously better for you. But if you look at the calories and the fat and everything in there, it's probably worse for you than than just ground beef. If you ask any dietitian, what don't you eat? They say processed foods. There's nothing more processed than fake meat, you know? Boom. Yes. I mean, a, a steak is healthy because it, you chop it off a cow and you throw it on the grill. There's no processing to it. You know. Okay. If you're, Hold on, if you're, Rich. You, oh. you got to do your. You got to do the famous quote. How do you like your steak? Oh yeah, from uh, the cowboy way. The, yeah, the cowboy way, where he's talking about, you know, just chop it off and throw it on the plate for me yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> just, just chop off the old nasty horns, wipe its ass, and plop it right down on the plate. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sorry, go. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, anything processed is is less healthy for you, you know. 
So. Well, yeah, because it takes out all the nutrients when you have to process it and reprocess it and process it and reprocess it, put in fake nutrients. Yeah, like, and and you dump a bunch of salt in it to make it taste good. Ugh. You know. Well, yeah. yeah, that that and what what makes it red? Red dye number seven. Red dye number four. What is that made out of? Beetles. Yeah. I remember one so, of the dyes is made out of like crushed beetles. Ugh. Ugh. Numb. Which, which has some protein in it, so that's probably where you're getting all that protein from. <laughs> yeah, from that Impossible Burger. So basically. If I'm looking at the agenda right, Democrats want to take away our cars. They want to take away our guns. Now they want to take away our meat so that we can all be soy boys. Yeah. You all yeah. ride bicycles and, and wherever you go because you can't have a car to be cool. Uh, no more guns. Uh, that's That's... That's not allowed. I mean, pretty pretty much the three things that people identify with America, uh, you know, drinking beer and gotten a big old steak and with a holding your nut, uh, you know, while you're packing uh, with your big old truck running, running idling because you don't <laughs> want to get into a cold one. Right. Yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah, they, they, Hate everything we love. Basically, they want to ban Ron Swanson. Yeah. So I just looking at this. Uh, I just pulled up the impossible, the impossible burgers versus the, um, versus the non-impossible burgers or whatever. So the Whopper, the Impossible Whopper has six hundred thirty calories, and the Whopper has six hundred calories, and it's pretty much the same across the board. Like there's, it's just slightly less. Less fat, slightly less saturated fat. The but the only one that's really a big difference is the McVegan has about a hundred less calories than the Big Mac, which I don't know. But like for White Castle, the Impossible Slider, it's like it's two hundred and ten calories versus a regular slider, which is one hundred and forty calories. So if you have like twelve of them things, you're getting a lot more calories, and the. And the, I guess the Taco Bell version is, or no, the Del Taco version of the taco is the same pretty much, except for it's more fattening. And I think, and if I'm not mistaken, the vegan Big Mac is just don't put the patties on there, right? Um, I don't know. I mean, there might have had the, I mean, I guess that could be, I mean, it's one twentieth a pound of beef or one, one fifth a pound of beef. Mm -hmm. That's probably more than a hundred calories though, I would say. Maybe. Anyway, but anyway, Bill Gates, going back to Bill Gates. So now he waited on global warming today. <laughs> he said that he said that um, the gas and coal plants are to blame for Texas freezing. It's not the windmills that froze. It's not the, the shifting reliance on <laughs> on. Um, you know, renewable energy that's to blame for Texas freezing and, and shifting away from the uh, the oil and natural gas plants, you know, and the coal plants. It's the it's the fact that we are using too much, we're pumping too much CO2 into the air and we're, ha we're having more global warming. It's causing it to be the coldest it's ever been in Texas. 
that caused the wind turbines to freeze up and stop working because, you know, it's global warming. <laughs> like, seriously? Well, so they're saying that glo- glo- so they're saying that it's global warming because the climate change has weakened the stream, which has allowed the polar vortex to come down from from the North Pole and and cause this cold weather. Um, but if you go back in history, this has happened back in. You know, it happens pretty much every like ten years uh, that that you get something like this. Every five to ten years, you get this kind of freezing polar vortex thing that that comes down and and hit and hits these lower states. Um, it, this and but I mean, this is about as bad it's been since I think it was like 1930. 1930, there was a huge winter storm that that would have um that would have covered the cross across the land the only difference between 1930 uh and, and now is the amount of people that it affects and so they say it's unprecedented because more people well of course more people live on the planet so more people are affected that's that's just simply how it is but the weather is no different than 1930s yeah and that's like for hurricanes too like everybody's like, oh, there's so much destruction at the hurricanes. You know, they they destroy all the homes. Well, that's because nobody lived there in 1930. Nobody lived on the beach on the ocean in 1930. Mm-hmm. And then they and then the wildfires. Oh, there's so many houses that burned in the wildfires. I mean, that that house that was built in 1965 was it just burned down. Well, yeah, because the last time the fire went through in 1930, that house wasn't there. <laughs> people are so dumb and then not only that but it's caused by you know not being able to to take the the, the wood out of the forests and you know clean them up so you got all this dead wood on the floor like you're yep. not allowed to take it out of the forest yeah cleaning the floor like it's if if anyone's wondering well why didn't why haven't these um why haven't we had these fires like this before? It was because we used to do deforesting, you know, where you come through and you put in a road to, to have uh, fire blocks so that if a fire, if a, if a fire did happen, you know, it, it wouldn't go past this, you know, wide road um, and, and that you would have a blockage point for, uh, for crews to work on, so that it would stop. Well, I stopped doing that because we were destroying the forest. The forest, um, and then, like you said, the floors, the forest floor gets pine needles, dry pine needles, kindling with all that dry dead wood in an overpopulated forest because we have more trees now. And then you have these fires that happen, and they and, and then again, exactly to your point, there's houses there now that weren't there before, and everyone's like, "Wow, this is horrible! Look at that! That whole town was destroyed." Well, yeah, because you you didn't do anything to stop it ahead of time. On top of you know aging infrastructure where they're not 
they're not, you know, making sure that their lines are, you know, the trees are pruned around the lines and stuff like that. Very true. Very true. Yep. But so to to stop that, Darren, I'll give you two options. Gavin Newsom came out and said we need to clear up the trees around these lines, or he ordered blackouts for those areas so that if the lines did get um, knocked down, that they wouldn't start fires. Which one do you think he did? When I say the blackouts? Yes. Yeah. When it was dry, I, I remember that. This summer when it was dry, they, they started rolling blackouts so that there wouldn't be a forest fire. Yeah. So dumb. I saw that they have uh, enough signatures to recall him or to start the process of that at least yeah that's if they stand up in court but yeah and then they said well we gotta you know we gotta verify each signature which (laughs) they don't feel the need to verify each vote for president i guess but well no just verify the signatures on the on the absentee ballots how about we just start with that that's racist darren you can't do that yeah, the, you can't you can't expect the minorities to sign their name correctly on the on the ballot envelope. Well, you know, uh, you're trying to have voter suppression uh, by checking those names uh, on the envelopes. On a totally unrelated note, um, we want veris, uh, signature verification for Amazon's Union vote. But anyway, uh, nothing <laughs> to see here. Yeah, it's just. The whole world has gone mad. I mean, is there is there seriously anybody who looks at the double standards nowadays and just like, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense to have signature verification when you're removing a tyrant from office. But instead of, uh, but when we're, uh, we're electing a tyrant, we're just going to go ahead and just let him go through. Yeah. It's... Uh, they They have effectively... Um, got their message, their game plan, their their chessboard set up to where, you know, if you if you do call out those hypocrisies, well, you're either racist, sexist, um, or or uneducated, uh, because you know, wrong for one one of those reasons, um, and if you have tape of them doing it. They just come out and apologize, and the cancel culture doesn't do anything. Meanwhile, somebody else does, you know, uh, Christy Nome goes to a hardware store without a mask, and soon everybody's up in arms about, oh, how dare she? How, you know, we need to cancel this lady uh, because she went to a hardware store without a mask on. Um, Gavin Newsom can go and, 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 to a dinner party with the same number of people and oh well, i apologize nobody says a says a darn thing she goes to a hardware store without a mask she's killing people and a nazi to boot <laughs> speaking of masks did you hear uh hear about uh andrew cuomo getting snagged with uh lying about the the number of people that died inside the nursing homes <clears throat> Who cares? Who cares? Dad. They sounds like him. sounds like he's under investigation from the FBI. He might be going to jail. Mm-hmm. We'll see if that let that ever happens. You know, Democrats usually don't go to jail if they break the laws, but 
Well, it sounds like some of his friends are starting to turn their backs. Mr. de Blasio was like, oh, I want a full investigation. This is this is horrible. Um, I think he's going to be a sacrificial lamb. Now look at these Broadway dancers on in the middle of the street because we don't have anything else to do. <laughs> did did you see what their initial reason for lying was? Um, they were that they thought we were too stupid to be able to interpret the numbers right. No, 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 Orange Man, bad. <laughs> oh, we had to lie. We had to lie. We were under investigation by the by the Trump administration. So, yeah, and that was the other thing he said was, you know, uh, the thing that is, is people are politicizing this. We followed the science. We we didn't know that that older people were affected more by this. Um, And and so we had we didn't have the beds uh, that we needed. And so we had to make a decision and, and it was a tough one, but it's what we had to do. Meanwhile, everything that he had just said was verifiably false. Well, yeah, Um, they they had the hospital ship and they had the Javits Center that was completely pretty much empty. Yeah. Where they could have sent all these COVID patients to to those locations, but instead they sent them back into the nursing home. Who cares? They died. Today's a new day. Life is for the living. And then, well, the biggest thing is like, you look at South Dakota's numbers and like half of the deaths are from long-term care. And we don't, obviously we don't doctor our numbers. I don't think New York's deaths are like that. So I'd be willing to, I'd be, I'd be, I'd venture a guess that their, their, their deaths are probably the same. And it's going to come out that they misreported the numbers and they probably should have never locked down. Mm-hmm. And then well, like you compare Florida into California. Oh, uh, I was just about to say that. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So basically you have the exact same kind of kind of demographics population, except for Florida is a lot older. I mean, it's like, I think the average age is 10 years older or something, mm-hmm. you know, because there's a lot of retirees that go to Florida. They can't afford California. A lot of younger people go to California, you know, for Silicon Valley and stuff like that. And there's a lot of military bases and stuff in California. Mm-hmm. But, um, so you you look at the you look at the number of deaths and although Florida spiked earlier in the summer, which is probably the way you want it, you probably want it to spike in summer instead of in the winter. The um the number of deaths is is actually less in Florida per capita, and the number of cases is less per capita. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they didn't lock down. Better, just slightly better too. Yeah, I mean they're they're roughly the same. I mean, yeah, yeah. the the curves are different. Like they 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 peaked and valleyed at different times, but they're they're roughly the same per capita deaths and and cases. Yeah, but and the only but, difference is lockdowns. Yeah, Florida didn't ruin their economy. Mm-hmm. So lockdowns is- don't work, folks. When is the anniversary of 15 days to flatten the curve? That should be a uh, holiday now. It's like it's like the beginning of March. I want to say we're yeah, like a month like, out. It's like March 15th or so. The Ides of March. When that guy licked the microphone. 
That's when it started. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's, the basketball he's patient player. zero. Yeah, he's patient yeah. zero. Because <laughs> yeah. it was like he licked the microphone and then like half the team got sick and then like two days later they canceled the season. Yeah. Or they suspended yeah. the season and then, then baseball did it and then hockey did it and then basically the next week we were all locked down. Yeah. Stupid. But, well, hold on. Because the 15 days to flatten the curve, I do not think was stupid. Um, If it would have been 15 days, you know, but also we didn't know what we were dealing with at that time. It's easy to look back now and say we shouldn't have locked down. Um, but, But at the time, we didn't know what we were dealing with. We saw what happened in Italy and we were worried, holy cow, we could have five, six million people dead in America if if what happens in Italy is going to happen here. There were people who were legitimately scared for, you know, and, and they said, if we lock down for two weeks, it should run its course. Everyone should be fine. And, and that made sense. Everything that's happened after that has been dumb and not based in science. Uh, other than uh, Trump's brilliant idea to get that vaccine as quickly as possible. Um, that that was a modern marvel, and nobody's giving him credit for it. I must have missed that. I must have missed that day in civics where it says that that you uh, that you can um, force your people to stay home if there's a pandemic. You know, must have missed that day. You know, where the Constitution says that. You have the right to um, life, liberty, and this pursuit of happiness, unless China unless China unleashes a, a deadly virus on your on your uh, people. Yeah, I I get it. it. It's still voluntary. I don't think that. Yeah, I I obviously don't think that it. Um, and I don't think it did happen. I think they mostly just said this is what we need to do. We encourage everybody to lock down. I, I don't think, uh, you know, I know that people were worried about that a year ago of is the military going to be out there forcing people to stay in your homes? Um, are you going to get are you going to get the cops called on you? No, that shouldn't happen either. But I get the idea behind it. I get and and. You know, but Darren, I think you gave me a perfect segue. Um, I was thinking about uh, a new uh, segment while um, while the new season of of last week tonight with John Oliver is is going, um, I, I thought about like a new segment of why John Oliver is wrong, um, and, and to uh, talk about you know what a prick he is sometimes, and uh, and and that also. Uh, that insufferable know-it-all. I I had to watch part of his show to see what he was saying, um, so I could report back to you guys why he's wrong, and you guys don't have to watch it because I mean I threw up about like three times listening to him. So I mean it, you know, but I do it for you guys. Okay. <laughs> so uh, why John Oliver is wrong this week? Uh, is he's pushing Chinese uh, propaganda. So his whole... 
his whole uh, show this week was about, uh, well, he first started off with Trump, of course, because ratings, um, and talking about the impeachment and talking about how uh, it was sad that Ted Cruz said that, you know, the, tr- the, the trial was already done before it even started. He, he knew that there wasn't going to be enough votes to convict. And he was like, see how sad that is? That Republicans, no matter what was going to be said, were going to vote to acquit uh, Trump. And that is, that's terrible. Well, flip the coin there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wanker. Um, you know, flip the coin. No matter what, those Democrats were going to convict, no matter what was said. So, you know, I mean, that's why he's, he's wrong there and why, you know, he slants things always to his one direction, of course. But then the second was he was talking about not this pandemic, but the next pandemic and how we're going to have more pandemics in the future because of deforestation and um, how the coronavirus was caused by a bat. Um, what about Randy Marsh? Yeah. <laughs> Randy Marsh in the, in the alley with a pangolin. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, how deforestation is going to lead to us going into all these different places where people are going to get, come into contact such as, you know, this bat in the wet market that caused the the virus because now we know it did not come from a laboratory. You know when we found out it didn't come from a laboratory? About the same time Trump left office. As soon as Biden was in, then it was unconstitutional or uh, against the law to call it the Wuhan flu or the Kung flu because there should be no ties to China and it might not have even originated in China. And if it did, it did from this wet market uh, where somebody ate a bat. So that was proven false in, in the early stages of this pandemic. Everyone pretty much knew it came from this lab. And well, I mean, it's the lab. The lab is the most likely explanation because the virus basically is something... It, it's like a gain of function experiment. So it's like somebody was, was trying to add the ability for it to be passed between humans. So it was a virus that, you know, was from another animal, but they, but they made it so that it could be transferred between humans so that they could create a vaccine for it. So that if it ever happened in nature, then they could, then they already had the vaccine. I mean, that's what the, the whole goal was. I mean, it wasn't a biological weapon. But they they screwed up and they let it out. I mean, that's the only explanation because there's no because because the way it works is viruses, you know, they they kind of they 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 build in steps like you get, you know, you'll get this coronavirus that, you know, comes from a bat or whatever and gets into a human. But it's not it's not it doesn't replicate the same way that this one does. And then it, you know it just gets a little smarter and, you know, you'll, you'll get this coronavirus and then it'll get worse and worse, you know, it'll mutate and mutate and mutate until it gets to the state. But it's almost like they took a virus that they knew would replicate easily in humans. They added the, 
the the ability for it to replicate in humans and then they released it like it's too it's too perfect I call it the Chinese virus because it came from China to quote the Hodge twins (laughs) (laughs) you are correct sir well Spanish flu didn't come from Spain so well nobody's perfect I guess (laughs) (laughs) so uh, another thing that I was thinking about um for you guys is you know how we talked in the last segment about fake news stories i thought about doing uh uh something a little bit different with did they say that uh and this week i had aoc because she's a gold mine of did did she say that um so i had a couple of quotes and see if you guys can see are these real quotes from Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, or are they made up fake? All right. All right. So here we go. The first one is well, everyone knows that attorneys don't know as much about the law as lawyers do. So Ben Shapiro is an attorney. So yeah. Is that a made-up statement, or is that really from Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? That sounds sounds just crazy enough to be from her, so... (laughs) Just from the way it was formed, it sounds like she said it, so I'm going to go with it's true. You guys are correct. You're good with that. Uh... She did say that in November of 2018. The next one is, politics is more stressful than the time I got my finger caught in that cheese tray. Uh, I'm going to say that one's fake. Yeah, I'd go with that too. That is from a meme that has Donald Trump stroking his head saying, that was called a mousetrap, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell because the the first one, you know, she said, so yeah, which if you put it in a meme, you wouldn't, you probably wouldn't put that in there. You know, like you're making stuff up, you wouldn't put so yeah at the end. That's true. All right, the next one. Under capitalism, man oppresses man. Under socialism, it's the other way around. That sounds true. That's true for sure. (laughs) I mean, she says this stuff, and then people are like, she's so brilliant and brave. Yeah. So... So basically what she's saying is the government oppresses the people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good job. So it's true, right? It, that one's true. Okay. All right. Next one. We need to invent technology that's not ever even been invented yet. I think I heard that this one. I think I saw this one. So I didn't say true. Yeah, it sounds well true. 
She said it December 3rd, 2018 on Solving the Climate Crisis Town Hall. We just need to create a vaccine. <laughs> yeah. All right. I just bought a TV and it said built in antenna. I don't even know where that is and why in the world are we not building things back in America? Um, I'm going to say fake. Yeah, I'm going to go with fake on that too. Ah. <laughs> you guys are you guys are listening to too much AOC. I can't even <laughs> fake one past you. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's any TVs with built-in antennas anymore. It it wouldn't surprise me if she said that, if that makes you feel better. <laughs> That's true. All right, let's do um two more here. People are more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct than being morally right. That's true. Yeah. I know that one's true. Yeah, that one's a little bit too famous, sir. I think the electoral college should be free for all people. <laughs> That's fake. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hold on one second. The idea that a woman can be as powerful as a man is something that our society can't deal with. But I am as powerful as a man, and it drives them crazy. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot, I wanted to have a big one to, to drop off on. I don't like that one. Hmm. All right, Reggie. Well, who's your worst person of the week then? Well, we were just talking about her AOC and her um, another stupid tweet about uh, her Green New Deal and how it needs to get done and it would solve all the problems in Texas, which makes absolutely no sense um, considering it's the green energy that's failing them at the moment so yeah she's just i mean she she just she's a master at picking her her moments to get her following to you know make her you know she makes them think that she's smarter than she really is but I love the I love on the tweet like the first comment is what part of the Green New Deal thaws windmills? Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, that's a, yeah. You know, and, I don't know. It, it's just, I mean, you would think this would be an eye-opening experience for people to realize. Hey, you know, I mean, windmills are fine. They're they're you know one of the little bees to to bring honey to the beehives, but they're not. You know, they're not going to solve every problem. Well, yeah, and you kind of need one thing with windmills. You kind of need wind. Right. So, you know, solar panels work when the sun's out. Windmills work when the wind is blowing. Kind of the only thing you can rely on that that's not, you know, that works when it's not. Well, th those are like part-time things. 
like you got to deal you got to have if you want renewable that's not that way you got to either go with hydroelectric or nuclear i mean those are really kind of your only two options there really aren't very many other options you would think they'd be able to do something with the ocean but yeah i mean they i've seen some places have small generators that the waves hit and you know spin them but i don't know how consistent that is or i mean even like uh even like a little paddle that moves it up and down you would think that that would be working too but right but again that's small ideas to give you a percentage of your energy but yeah everything A, a tenth of a percent yeah well and also i mean it it's like Dan Crenshaw was saying, I, I don't know if you noticed um, what what he said about Texas is, is that we've been dump, dumping all this money into this green energy and you're like the, 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 I think it was only 25% of the energy, but that 25% all of a sudden disappears because the wind's not blowing and they freeze up. Well, guess what? Now all of a sudden you're, you have that problem. Um, you know, because you're you're not equipped to 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 handle a twenty five percent loss. And then they said that the batteries that are tied to these things, because that's what everyone says was, well, you just get big old batteries that that hold all the excess power, and then when you need it, those batteries kick in. Well, due to the cold weather, they had a forty percent drop in the energy that was stored in them, and so that wasn't enough to to keep up with the the drop uh, the drop in the energy coming in and the excess that it was taking to heat people's homes. I mean, it, it's it's not hard, people. It's 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 math. If it's cold like this, your energy demand's going to spike, and if you don't have that, that excess energy from fossil fuels you're going to go without power and this is what's scary that people aren't thinking about if that's 25 percent of your energy now and it's causing this much damage what happens when biden gets his full wish and this is a hundred percent of the energy Mm -hmm. yep i mean it's that's why everybody should have solar panels on their house yeah but when it but when it's cold and cloudy, Darren. <laughs> well, that's why everybody has a battery too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or we all just buy gas powered generators. Yeah, we can do that too. Well, and and the and the perfect thing too is, I mean, yes, you can look at Texas right now, but also look at France and Germany. France and uh, France and Germany have been slowly replacing their systems, and their CO2 emissions have went up because they're, they're mining for all this nickel to put into solar panels and they are, and, and, you know, all the energy it's taking to build these and it's not sustainable for them. So then they rely more on coal, coal and other energies. But I mean, it's, it's proven time and time again, that it's not working. The more you, more you go into these green, the, the technology isn't there yet. Yeah, I think France is mostly nuclear too. Well, they were. Now they're trying to go. Now they're shutting down those plants because Germany is telling them you need to go more green. Which nuclear is probably the most green 
energy source that you could actually go with, but people don't want to because of the negative connotation it has behind it. Everyone thinks of Monty Burns when they think of nuclear plants. Yeah, it's so green it glows green. I bring you peace. <laughs> All right. What's your, who's your worst person of the week, Mark? Um, mine was uh, Nikel Bradley. And I was trying to find his post so that I could I I could um, say it kind of word for word, but I'm gonna have to summarize. Nikel Bradley is a student who is well is a senator on the student council for the University of Minnesota, and he recently posted on Instagram about a harrowing um, encounter that he had with police where he was just out for a walk one evening when police cars stopped and swarmed him. And two officers got out and drew their guns on him while two more officers were behind him, screaming at him um, and, and yelling at him. And he thought, this was it. I'm going to die today. And it's all because of the color of my skin. And the the... St. Paul Police Department immediately came out and said, we would like an apology. And everyone stopped and said, "What? Wh- why do you want an apology? And they said, we're going to release this video camera and everyone's going to be really ba- uh, you know, sad about what actually happened. So we're going sen- to release this right now to clear our names. And when this is all said and done, we want an apology from the student and from the University of Minnesota. So after he had posted this on Instagram about this about this incident and about how he was racially profiled, um, the video comes out of the two cops driving along, responding to a call of car jack, uh, um, of cars being broken into by somebody wearing a black hoodie, and the cops call in saying, uh, "Yeah." We see a potential suspect. Looks like it's a white male in a black hoodie. We're going to pull up to see, um, uh, to, to ask a few questions and see what, see what happens. These two cops pull up, don't even get out of the car, and say, sir, excuse us. Um, and he turns around, and immediately you can hear the partner of the, of the man, of the cop asking the questions, going, yeah, it's, it's wrong. Um, you know, this isn't the wrong or this is the wrong guy, It's uh, we're, we're going to move on. And it's about a 20-second interaction where they said, hey, have you seen anything uh, today? Uh, and, the, and you can tell the, the, the person is, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just out for a walk. And he's like, yeah, yeah, you're fine. I'm a student. I can show you my ID. No, 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 that's not necessary. Um, there's been some uh, car thefts around, around here. So if you see anything, you know, let us know. And then this Nicole Bradley goes, um, could I get a ride back to my dorm? I'm sorry, we're searching for this guy. So otherwise we would have, I'm sorry, but uh, we, we got to keep searching for this guy, all right? Be safe. And drove off. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then the University of Minnesota comes out and says, we're really saddened by the pleas for... Um, um, putting this student on blast and for, and for the way that they've handled this situation. Yeah. 
what were they supposed to do? <laughs> well, they were supposed to realize that, um, according to them, that you know th- there are real incidents where where people are harassed by the cops. And although it did not happen this time, it has happened in the past, and they shouldn't have called out this this uh, um, student. It's a bizarre world. Yeah, because it could have happened. You shouldn't actually state that it didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. Well put. Yeah, that's stupid. All right. Well, my worst person of the week is close to yours. My worst person of the week is Nikki Haley, who uh, basically when um, the impeachment articles or when when Trump Trump, uh, as Alex Alex AOC said, he quitted. Um, he uh, basically Nikki Haley came out and denounced Trump for the Capitol Hill stuff, and then announced her presidential bid for 2024 at the same time. Basically, so she's been going. I guess she got thrown out of a fundraiser because the people um found out that she was going to denounce Trump and basically told her to get the fuck out and. So so basically, she's just another one of the political hacks. You know, they'll use you until you're no longer useful, and then they just discard you. So she's basically one of the worst people in the world, not only just one of the worst people of the week. No she's morals. A, she's a user. Y- yeah. You can help me. I love you. Oh, you're done helping me? You're the worst human being ever. Yeah. She's... uh. She's basically, yeah, she'll just discard you when she no longer has any use for you. And she, that's probably how she's treated everybody in her life up until that point. But I guess you, you can't really get to the top, you know, being, being nice. But at the same time, this is pretty, pretty damn horrible considering Trump made you, what, Secretary of State? Or what the hell was she? Secretary uh, of the UN or something? Uh, United States ambassador to United Nations from 2017 to 2018. There you go. Yeah. He should have he should have just buried her and just never given her a job. I mean, I think think she was bad news from the beginning, but this is pretty ridiculous. It it is very interesting how you see so many people. I mean, and it really just shows you who they are. I mean, Mitch McConnell. Um. You know, uh, uh, w- was back, you know, backing the president when he was powerful and when he thought that uh, he was going to win another term. Uh, Mitch McConnell, uh, you know, thought thought the world of the president. Um, and then, as soon as the election was lost, stolen, whatever. Um, then it, all of a sudden, it became. We need to move on from Trump, and you know the fact of the matter is, is, is that you know uh, he he should have never have been president. And this was even before the Capitol riots. Um, he was he was voicing this opinion, which is funny that Trump went down to campaign for him because he was what what was it? He was like losing by five points. I don't think he, I don't think he was ever going to lose. I think that was just bad polling, which is what they do. I think he ended up winning by like 15 or something. 20, I thought it was. Yeah, he was never he was never going to lose. It was just bad polls. I mean, there's so many of those bad polls. They had 
They had Lindsey Graham down by a lot, and he ended up winning by like 10 or 12. Yeah, Susan Collins was definitely going to lose by like nine points, and, and then she won by 12. I don't think she won by that much, but she won by a hefty margin. Like where it wasn't really that close. I mean, it got called pretty early. But I mean, that's been the whole, that's been the polls for forever. I mean, they, they skew the polls, the Democrats, they're, they're depression polls, right? So they just say that your, your, your side's down by so much so that you don't vote. I mean, that's the whole point of them. Then they don't know how to poll anymore because people don't have phones. I mean, they don't, they don't have landlines anymore. And they're sick of people calling them. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I got polled at least five or ten times and I hung up on them. Oh, I I thought that had nothing to do with politics. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, is that enough out of me? (laughs) Yeah. I think on that note. (laughs) All right. Well, I'll see you guys next week then. Good night. All right.